Dutch is a lifelong early adopter and trend discoverer. Chris is a philosopher, engineer, and futurist. Together, they are oddly incorrect. Hello? Hey, there he is. I don't get it. <laughs> well, this time, this time it was two different technical things. One was I couldn't get logged in to Zoom for some reason and locked me out. Mm -hmm. And the other one's the mic issue, which I do not understand because I can, my if I do it, uh, let's see, if I do it on my phone, it works, but if I do it, Via the the uh, the computer, uh, one of my um, use it like a, a Chrome app, like Zoom, it doesn't work. My sister yeah. can't get me on Messenger, and you can't get me on here. I got to figure it out. <laughs> well, Zoom is done. Are you using the Zoom app on your phone on your on your computer? Yeah. Yeah, because Zoom uh, a couple iterations ago, they messed up. They they went and like bypassed the Microsoft Windows stuff. Like they create, they use their own audio drivers and video drivers and stuff like that. So it just messed everything up for me. So that might be the same thing that they're doing. It's doing for you. Probably so. <clears throat> wow. Well, those damn bastards. I'll tell you what. I know. And you can't blame uh, Bill Gates for it anymore because he's moved on to the uh, world domination. World domination of the table. <laughs> well, actually, not world domination. It's. Uh, um... Extinction, I think. World extinction. World, world extinction, extinction? Human extinction? Human extinction. <laughs> the whole Thanos thing, right? Let's see if we can uh, eliminate half the world's population. Although, I think, they, I think they're looking for more than that, right? Yeah. They're trying to eliminate more than half, right? Way more than half. Way more than half. It's I like a nice manageable, what, 800 million, million? 500 million or something like that, yeah. yeah. That's all that's going to be left. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, and you know, elections have consequences. <laughs> when I'd like to know. Well, I mean, when when Obama said that, I thought to myself, "Hmm, interesting, interesting turn of phrase." It is, and I hope it turns around and bites them in the butt. Yeah, uh, you think so? I don't know. I'm blackpilled now, man. After this one, I thought to myself, "Well, here we go again. Here we go again." Give up too easy. You're like my mom when she was sitting there watching the Yankees. And the Yankees would be behind by three or four runs or something like that. Yeah. yeah that's about right. About two, two, three runs. Going into the seventh inning, mom's like, they're not going to win this one. Mom, <laughs> you can't get, if you're a fan, you don't give up until the last out. That's right. That's right. But that's, that's baseball. This is different. This is the, this is like a cabal of evil humans. <laughs> Well, yes, there's a problem of evil humans. But where's the good? How is the good fighting against? Okay, so give me, tell me how we, we can actually pull this out. I mean, today's supposed to be some big announcement, right? Yeah, I, I'm yeah. wondering what that is. I don't know if you caught Dave yesterday, but what Dave's theory on Trump's big announcement is, it's like casting bait out there to see what they're going to do. Mm. Mm. Uh, because he's done it a couple of times and we. A couple of times, in fact, my sister and I were talking about this yesterday. A couple of times he's done it, and nothing real, I mean, nothing earth shattering came through. But today he's kind of amped it up a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah. every, I guess everybody's going to watch. Um, or that's the whole thing is they do not want, they do not want him at the top of the news cycle, but they can't seem to get rid of him for some reason. <laughs> 
it's an obsession. <laughs> it is. It is. Well, it's more than an obsession. It, it's, it's what it, it's a um, an obsession. Stalker is stalker is stalker behavior. That watch everything he does and follow him everywhere he goes and report on everything he does. In a negative light. In a negative light, and they still can't get rid of him. <laughs> but. It, it is, Go ahead. So, so explain to me how we're going to pull this out. If the elections are going to be fraudulent every single time, every single time, well, they then can't be every single time. Because well, I mean, isn't that what ahead. just happened? Didn't you see what just happened? Wait, wait, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm I've got something to say about that. But all right, fraudulent. so let's say we don't do anything this time. Next time in 2024, it's going to be so bad mm-hmm. um, that that. It, we will have been normalized to accept all of the stuff they're doing now. I think that's what's going on. But it's it's already happened. I mean, it's yeah, already it bad. Has, it's already bad enough. It, no, it's not bad enough because they had they we haven't. They will get worse because our if we don't do something soon, our our power to do something will diminish. Yeah, and they will get what they want. But they already got what they want. See, this is the thing no, that I don't understand. Yes, they all they got is. Elections are called for them. That, there's a lot. I, I was just looking on the on the Patriots win and had the, the open houses that are still there. And you look at them, they're like most of them are within within a within two thousand. Yeah, and they're all they're all going to be called for Democrats. So they're going to in the yeah, end they're going to say every yeah. They can call them all they want to, but there's going to be challenges too. So they got to sustain it in mm-hmm. court, mm-hmm. and that's a whole different thing. But the Republicans aren't doing anything about it either because they want Trump well, out too. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the whole thing about trying to get rid of Mitch McConnell and, and uh, what's his name over in the House? Yeah. Uh, Kevin McCarthy. Yeah. So they're they're trying to get rid of the, the George Bush Republicans in the leadership. And they haven't quite made it yet. But we'll see what happens when they're listening. So this whole thing about elect, they're trying to set up um, an election for the Senate to 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 keep Mitch McConnell. Mm-hmm. And the problem being is that in their rules, it cannot be voted. And if he gets voted in, he's going to get voted in for two months. Mm-hmm. Because when the when the House and Senate change, their rules require that they vote again for a majority leader or minority leader or whatever he's going to be. Mm-hmm. And that hasn't been settled yet. So, the uh, go back to your question. How more and more people are like? I mean, you should. I don't know if you see the ones, the the ones. Go in and do some shorts on YouTube mm-hmm. and do do election stolen or something like hashtag. Mm-hmm. Come over. There's like tons of. And I mean, we're talking about young women who are in there given given this, which I would have never seen. Giving the, the both Republicans and Democrats hell for not doing what should be done. Uh, really, the seventy percent of single women who voted for the Democrats. <laughs> Did um, you see that? That, that is the that is the storyline, the party line. <laughs> we don't know. How do you know? Well, yeah, I mean, all of this stuff is bullshit yeah. anyway. I mean, it's all third party. It's all second party. You don't know anything. It's like that's why I never get really upset by this because nothing is real anymore, right? (laughs) Following your mind, (laughs) 
on your head. I tell Rose that all the time. She doesn't, and we've talked about this too. She doesn't get that everything that she knows and thinks goes through her mind. Mm-hmm. Filter. And then she, well, I, didn't we talk about before we get 400 trillion bits of information every second or something yep. like that? Didn't we? I thought we did. And I'm like, there's no way we can process that. That's like, I'm not even sure a supercomputer can do that much. Yeah. Well, no, obviously, you know, poor little humans can't do anything like that. There's not, it's not possible, no, it's not possible. but it's like, there's no possible way to pick out anything that's more truthful either from that, from that morass no, from that comes flying at us. <laughs> it's impossible. Well, okay. You caught me in that 400 trillion bits of information. And we don't know what's the truth. Yeah. Which I'm fine with because we don't, we will never know what's the truth. Uh, but precision Precision. You got to get accurate, and then you get precise, and you balance those off continually. So you're accurate, and your precision goes to hell. So you refine, you make changes in your equipment, and it gets better and better. And my favorite example of this is even though there's course of corrections in flight, is sending um, uh, spacecraft to hit an asteroid. Mm-hmm. Multi million billion miles away. Mm-hmm. Like we, if we, if we're being told the truth, and they're actually doing this, because again, we don't actually know. Mm. Uh, I mean, NASA, NASA is within the conspiracy community. Boy, they're waiting to take him and take them down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that'll be a big fight because so many people believe in NASA, even even me having worked there. You never been to the moon? Is that what you're trying to say? No, it was all... been, no, no, no. I'm not, I, I don't know that. Um, mm-hmm. But if you've gone on, what's his name? The director. Have you heard the director? No. What's his name? It's, um, the guy that did uh, Clockwork Orange, Stanley Kubrick. Oh, uh, yes, Stanley Kubrick. D- yeah. Didn't he? Didn't he get? Uh, he get offed because he did Eyes Wide Shut or something like that. That's that's the story. Mm-hmm. That's the story. So, it, it you can go on. You know, used to, I'd say you go on YouTube, but I think I'd go on Rumble or uh, BitChute. Mm-hmm. You may find stuff there that you guys really. Are you sending me down some more rabbit holes? <laughs> yes, I am. I, I'm always sending you down rabbit holes, and yep. I don't know that you ever go down. Some of them I know you go down because we talk about it, but some of them I'm not sure what it, I'm. It's on the fringe, so. I, I don't hold it against anybody. I tell Lori, here's a rabbit hole. If you want to go down it, go down it. Uh, what was the one? Oh, the, the, my sister actually asked me about the reptilians. I think she did. Oh, yeah, the reptilians. That's yeah, a good one. That's, um, I said, well, I went down that a little bit. I don't say, I won't say that I'm an expert in it, but I know what it is. But I don't know if I'm ready to, to go with that. So, I mean, there are, there are videos about the eyes changing shape and all that. I think I sent you one, didn't I? Yeah, but I think we all we talked about this, about how uh, a lot of times when we see things in popular media, it's because it's all real, right? Like yeah. V, remember V, the series where these aliens oh, yeah. came down and they looked yeah. like normal human beings, but reality, yeah. they were reptiles yeah. underneath, you know, and then... Thanos snapping his fingers and eliminating half of the universe. Well, that's probably part of their plan. So they're they're giving us clues as well, to what they really want to do. They want to be on the half of the universe that he didn't kill. Yeah. 
So they're going to curry their favor with him. Yeah. Uh, we, we said, you know, you, you can do it, but you didn't do anything wrong if you did. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, I, I have not yet seen that. I've got that recorded. I need to, I need to watch it. So, <laughs> well, I, I, I mean, was, go ahead. so, so I was listening to Peter Thiel, right? Okay. He, he had a, they did an interview with him on, uh, in Florence of all places in, uh, yes. Certainly not Alabama. No. (laughs) And he was talking about how, uh, he's like part of the, like the, what we are is like a scrappy rebel alliance compared to the empire. Mm -hmm. It's like Star Wars is a really good example of what we are. It's like, we're a whole bunch of like rebels and we're scrappy and, but we're not organized. Right. But then the other side, on the other side, you have the empire, which is this massively huge, like machine, which grinds everything down. So he's like, you know, he, 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 he what do you think of that analogy? Do you think that's an accurate one? I think it is. I think a, a, another one would be uh, one, of, one of my favorites is Greeks versus Romans. Have we talked about this? No. Because um, it's essentially the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Greek. Greeks were all city-states, so they, I mean, they had individuality and all that kind of stuff, but the difference being is the Romans were not, were not city-states, they were an empire, an actual empire with a center of power, Right. Uh, being Rome, and my, my favorite example is uh, NASA, is it's the Romans against the Greeks, and yeah. each, each center director has, it's like, what do they call them, their principality, or their, what do they call them, their, their, you're building there. Oh, they had a in NASA. They had a is building their empire. I think is what they say. Mm-hmm. So each center director, it's a NASA being really funny about how it does business. One center will bid and get the business right, mm-hmm. and then they farm it out to the center that actually could do the business to take their cut off the top. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. Wow. So the Roman thing is whenever we were, we were putting in, this is our change management thing again, when we were putting in the SAP uh, bolt-ons and all the other stuff um, to form a, a normalize NASA's finances, which was a bear because it was this Roman coming after the Greeks. Mm. And, and so Noma, the, way, the, uh, the way I think about this is the Romans standardized how all the cities were were paid and how the boulevards and all this kind of stuff yeah so that their their legions could get through quick that standardization and the greeks didn't have any of that yeah yeah so that's whenever, right whenever it's standardization coming after an individual that's what i think greeks versus romans mm, mm. but then the romans won in the end they did, and yeah. that, that I'll be a lesson to you and I. Is standardization is more powerful than individuality. So that scrappy rebel alliance will never win against the giant empire. Well, it's like it's like Rose, I keep telling Rosa that this house is never going to be done. By the time you get done, there will be something that is not like you want, and it's pretty much how it goes. Yeah. There's well, that's nothing. that. Isn't that the nature of homeownership? Uh, well, there's, it's when you're when you're when you're a little bit OCD. And, and you're trying, I mean, honestly, 
you know those little things that stand up in front of your car so you don't pull in front of your hit your yeah. garage. Yeah. They stop. She's out there the other day and she's trying to get that to stand up straight. <laughs> I said, really? That is a little OCT. Oh man, I'm telling you. Anyway. So what do we do? What do we have to do? You'll say we can't well, vote harder. So, voting harder didn't make any difference. No, voting voting's not going to be the way. Yeah. Um, it, I still think the twenty the the 25th Amendment group is probably going to make some more headway uh, in the next couple of months. Well, within the next year. I'm 25th thinking. Amendment? Yeah. Um, is that the one where uh, they, they have to impeach him because he's like got no... Oh no! I'm Got no sorry. brains. I'm, I'm not saying that right. I should have said the tenth. Oh, the tenth amendment is the uh, states' rights. Right. Yeah, states' rights. Mm -hmm. um, and and maybe it's not even the tenth amendment. It's part of the tenth amendment, but it's the Article Five. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. That's the one. That's the um, convention of the states, and that could really make a. a that's a, like a little ticking time bomb mm -hmm. for the deep state stuff. Because they can go in there and do it without the politician. But is that? But isn't that in, incredibly difficult to do, though? I mean, isn't that well, what they were saying? Yes, and and the reason it's incredibly difficult to do is they didn't want the 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 founders did not want the the um, I don't want to use that guys to today the I'm getting less literate. Um, the the whims of the current times overtaking the Constitution. They did make it very difficult mm. to change the Constitution. But with the Constitution, uh, I mean, the, the uh, Convention of the States, they can go in there, and from what I understand, like, it's been mischaracterized. They can set their own agenda and their own amendment, but then it has to be, then it goes through another ratification process after they do it, something like that. I think it's just, it just goes to Congress and God, Congress has to vote on it or something like that. I haven't followed that in a while, so, but. Yeah, but they're never going to, is it, is it something that, how, like, how far are we at that point there where they have to force us into doing that? Because it seems to me that we're well past that now. I don't, I mean, since it's at the state level, I'm not real sure where I, how I would say that. It's more like a grassroots movement, and I don't mm -hmm. know that we're past that point yet. Mm. Um, we're very, we're pretty close to it. I, I, I don't know where the point is, but the tipping point. I don't think we're at the tipping point yet. Okay. Um, no, I think that um, they have a whole bunch of proposals, but my favorite one is just to go in there and say. Um, that we're going, we're going to set term limits for these people, and that's it. Because mm. they're never going to do it to themselves. Never will they do that. Yeah, yeah. They'll be lobbied. We can't. We wasted all this money on these people. What you want to get rid of them? Mm. But what's so the point I, of what's the point of that if uh, if elections are going to be fraudulent anyway? Well, so so then <clears throat> then to keep the chosen one will certainly will how long will set it? will be, uh, it, we think the cream rises to the top, but it'll be the chosen one that goes. Mm -hmm. the, the golden children will, will suddenly, that's all we'll see is golden children. They've mm -hmm. been groomed all the way up, up and down. Mm -hmm. Well, 
then supposedly we will get fed up with the with the corruption going on with that and kick them out anyway. But, yeah, but there's tons of corruption even today. Yes, I mean. And, and, how do we kick them out? See, this is the thing. This is the thing that I always thought was interesting about the American system is that account. There's more accountability. At least I found that compared to Canada and other countries, it seems like, you know, once you get somebody in in some of these other countries, it's almost impossible to kick them out if they don't do what the populace is looking for. But I always thought there was more accountability in American politics. But it seems to me that's not the case here either, right? There's just as much corruption and lack of accountability as anywhere else? Or is there something in the American system that makes it makes it less corruptible? Oh, no. Okay. I, I think right now, I think it's probably the, the thing that we're finding out is how corrupt it really is. We didn't, I right. think we didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I certainly didn't until, um, well, I guess I started getting a clue whenever Obama won the Peace Prize. Right. Yeah, he hadn't done anything. Yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> and been like that was the day I don't remember what her name was. The young lady, I think he was running again, or at the in the same cohort of the young lady that was almost assassinated, and she in uh, Afghanistan, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So that that told me some, there the fix was in on that. Now that we should have been. A, Every every person on the planet should have known that was that was a fix. Oh yeah, that was a total fix. That was that total was, fix. That started me, and then we got uh, the Tea Party. Now mm-hmm. I think I was working then, so I didn't spend as much time on it as I do now when I'm not working um, for a salary. But that means that it keeps me working all the time. Um, but I, I do think more so. We talk about how you've been red pilled, and that's the problem with red pills, is that they can they can get impatient and get black pilled really easily. <laughs> Hello. How much time do we have to? Okay, we've already waited well, two years, and we've seen yeah. the exact same thing happen again. The only difference is that this time they used so a slightly it, different tactic. What? But, What's different? Well, the tactic this time is that they were able to stretch it out even further and manufacture the votes that they needed to get what they wanted. And there's still, it's still going on. Yep. Right. I I, I think that was probably a strategic error. That's probably what they had to do to keep power, but it's going to. Well, yeah, they had to, but the thing is what like, okay. So now what's going to happen is that all these races will end. The Democrats will be called. Nothing will change. So the election was fraudulent it was stolen but how can we stop this from happening again we can't no right we we we, without i hate this word without a real revolution and we we, americans are a little complacent i'm the same way yeah i don't want to go out there and protest in the streets but we're going to have to do that yeah we're going to i mean this whole thing and if you're following brazil any at all yeah. Oh yeah, I'm totally following Brazil. What's going on with them? Yeah, I'm. I'm but it, it, it's still not going to make any difference, right? I mean, they're still going to well, switch. Once, what I think Americans, if they when they when they start calling attention to what happened in Brazil, and show how they're kicking this duly elected, and I've got my air quotes going, duly elected <laughs> uh, 
Lulu out of office uh, because it was illegitimate. That's, that, that'll set a roadmap saying mm-hmm. if it could happen there, maybe it happened here. And there'll be enough people who think that that they'll start looking at it. Um, I, I, I mean, that's what happened in Arizona last time mm. in 2020. The, the, uh, the voters went in and demanded to see some of the this, this stuff that they did. And that's how we know about what has happened. Um, the, the, the clever one was the, the, uh, the people that were doing 2,000 mules. Have you seen that yet? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, that was clever using using a track uh, social media track and correlating it to their their cell phones to be able to see their patterns. That that I thought was pretty. Yeah. So now that. they're not going to be holding their phones anymore. <laughs> well, I mean, it's so just, so the corruption it's like the it continues. Well, yeah. I don't know how they're going to. Let's see how they're going to how they're going to validate to get paid because. The, the people doing this are obviously after it for the money. They don't have any principles. Mm-hmm. Um, how are they going to, how they, how are these people going to trust that they're doing what they say they're doing? They could sit there and drink their beer. I don't know, man. I mean, I'm thinking maybe we should get on the same gravy train. If we can get paid for this shit, <laughs> are we on the wrong side? We are, but you know what? You know, I have both principles. Are we on the wrong side? Because you know, if we, all we have to do is flip sides, and suddenly we'll be rich, right? We'll just be damn rich because there's so much it. money flowing around. Like you heard about the FTX thing, right? Yeah, I, I was, I've been watching. I watched it um, since it came out. I watched it because I'm not really in the Bitcoin movement, but boy, after they started breaking it down on Patriots Win and Telegram, I, oh, it's oh, yeah, uh, it's it's basically our tax money went to yep. fund the Democrats. I'm like. Wow, I'm telling you, we are on the wrong side in this. We can't be filthy rich unless we're on the corruption side. <laughs> I know we have principles, but hey, you know, FOMO. Hey, let's be so <laughs> unprincipled that we run as Democrats, get rich, and then suddenly turn uh, turncoat. Yeah, YOLO, man. <laughs> yep. yep, 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 yep. So, what would you what would you rather would you rather live a poor life with principle or a rich life with it be <laughs> completely well so if you so i think i'd rather live a poor life with principle yeah uh, yeah i do think there's a higher power i don't know if we're i don't know exactly what it looks what it's going to look like when i get there but i i i've done plenty of stuff that i need help to get in well i told you about uh when i i, I almost got into the porn business right no <laughs> Well, I told you I was in a, I was a DJ in a strip bar, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, but that's nothing, man. So, I'll, so I was working at a company, and uh, a friend of mine said, "Oh, you have to, yeah." Uh, this was back in Canada, mm-hmm. and the my boss at the time said, "Oh, I have a friend who's uh, he's gonna he's opening up a new site, and he needs some assistance. So let's go meet with him, right?" So we go, we meet with him, and this guy is um, creating the first big porn site in Canada. Mm-hmm. And he called it Smutland, the filthiest place on earth. I think it's still around. Anyway, this is back in the like late 90s. And uh, my boss is like, oh, you know, 
we, we, you got to be a part of this. And it's like, so we started consulting with this guy and we were thinking, oh, this guy's going to be making a shitload of money. And it took us, but I think I consulted with him for about a month. And then both my boss and I sort of thought to ourselves, do we really want to get involved in this? <laughs> because, yeah, you know, away from the mafia, if though. we do, then there's like no going back. Right. So after about a month of working with them, we both said, uh, no, let's not, let's not. Right. And then about a year later, so the site had taken off. He took a full page ad out in PC magazine <laughs> to try and get people to go to the site. Took off. The guy was making money hand over fist. He was charging $40 a month to get access to the site. And then a year later, my boss, who I, who I was working with, decided to go work with them. But I didn't. Yeah. So and your boss is now richer than you. he is now living in Portugal or something like that. He he was at, he he moved to Panama for a while, and now he's living in Portugal and he's like you know got more money than God. And I thought to myself, ah oh, shit. <laughs> well, why couldn't I have done that for a couple of years and then like gotten out of it? You, well, you could have done like Andrew uh, Andrew <laughs> Carnegie. And been as simple as all get it, and then they come up with the PR people come up with the philanthropies angle, and and buy your way out. Yeah, or and, like, uh, do you hear you've heard of Andrew Tate? Remember Andrew I, Tate? I've never heard of him until last week. I didn't know who he was. Yeah, yeah. So apparently he's a kickboxing champion or something like that. Mm -hmm. But apparently he made all of his money. Uh, like first, first he was pimping out women. <laughs> And then he had casinos, and now he's like a self, like a a coach, right? A uh, success coach. And if you listen to him, he's pretty based. So it's pretty. He's he's actually pretty good, but he's very uh, old school masculinity. You know, women in their place, that sort of thing. You know, right. think people 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 do not like the sound of that nowadays. But you know, you know what it is, right? Right. And. I'm thinking to myself, here's another guy who's like he's he's now legitimate or semi-legit, but he made it he made his money when he was young doing all these, you know, semi-legit or illegitimate things. Yeah. And it's like, shit, man, why didn't I do that? I should have done that. <laughs> well, you can go back from being like you can do sims in I mean, wasn't it Tracy Lords who did that too? She became a legitimate actress. It's like if you have a past that's that's like on the edge, you can still purloin, take that money and purloin it into like a regular career. So yes. it was my mistake, man. I should have done something about it then. <laughs> we, we were too honest to begin with. We should have been as corrupt as principles, we man. Principles. Fuck I these know. principles. <laughs> it cost you a fortune. Uh, Who one, knows where I could have been? <laughs> my one brush with, with that world. Do you know who Billy Solestis is? No. Uh, who is that? I don't. I have to go back and refresh my memory on who. He is in Texas. He was a wheeler dealer, no principles at all about mm -hmm. anything. Mm -hmm. um, he got, I think he got thrown in prison for some kind of deal about, in the back of my mind, it says natural gas in mm -hmm. Texas. Mm -hmm. some kind of scam and it was it was a big scam it was and his name in texas if you're i mean it's probably going down now but and when i was coming up and getting older 
we knew who he was. We knew mm-hmm. he was not somebody you want to, and one of my friends, um, when I was not nightclub DJing, they wanted to set up a um, nightclub in Brady, Texas, in the middle of Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where I met Billy Solestis, the one and only time. And I, I went, holy smokes, we're talking big time, mm-hmm. big time scam guy. I think he's kind of, I think he's cleaned up, but he, he would find angles that nobody exploited and, ex- and exploit them. Now, most of them were legit. I'm not going to say they weren't. Mm-hmm. They were or weren't because I don't know them that well. But this one didn't happen. And I was actually kind of glad because telling people that I was working for Billy Solestis would have probably been a really bad thing to do. Mm. Mm. In Texas, you, it would have been. It, couldn't it, you have worked it, with him for a while, taking the money and ran? Or it's not like being sucked if, into if the mafia? If the money had been that big, yes, I probably would have done it because I was an amoral bastard back then. <laughs> Working in a topless bar, come on. You know, that's amoral? That's hardly anything. That's nothing I, nowadays. I know, nowadays. <laughs> that's what Drag Queen Story Hour is all about now. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad we didn't. Well, I'm not going to say we didn't have drag queens in us because we don't know. Um, but in most cases, I'm I'm pretty sure I didn't ever watch drag queens. Uh, I do remember, uh, did, I, did I work the guys? I can't remember. We had a... We had a uh, so this was this was an old story. We had the male dancer the male dancers come in, mm-hmm. and I got to see the girls, the 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 difference between men with strippers and girls with dancers. Oh yeah, my yeah, God. yeah. It's, it's a big difference, isn't it? It's not even close. <laughs> I mean, they, what what women think we do, we're just sitting around chilling. That's they're right. Screaming. That's right. I mm-hmm. mean, screaming, mm-hmm. you know, standing up there waving their money. And I'm sitting here, if you're like bachelor party, uh, mm-hmm. Tom Hanks going back there. Yeah. That, that, I think that was probably the start of it. They, they showed that women could go to, to dance bars. Mm-hmm. That was probably, a, that was probably a, a conspiracy back then. I hadn't even thought of it. But, you know, they, Mr. Big. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've watched that thing for so many times. I've, I've, I really like that movie. And I really like Tony Katan. And, and that's before she did the wild snake stuff so Mm -hmm. well it's so saying is that you know uh, be bad and be good yeah be it's like be bad enough bad enough the the, the trick the problem is is at the time i thought to myself well once i do this i can't get out i can't get back out or how like how do you know it's like you were saying before it's like how do you know that you can't get how do you know that you can get out of it afterwards is it is it possible that you get like sucked into some kind of organized crime thing so and then you're like, oh shit, now I'm stuck? What's that? That is Nixon was. They started looking at, to him as the statesman when he, mm-hmm. by the time he was getting like 20 years after him. Let's see, that would have been in the 90s. Yep, he was yep. becoming a statesman, and they were starting to pay attention to him. And um, so, and we talk about the memory hole all the time. So you memory hole this stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, stuff gets memory hold all the time. Yeah, yeah. But the problem, I mean, I, I guess what I'm thinking is that you you get stuck in that you know you get oh, you yeah. get obligated to stuff like it's like it's different from if there's some kind of if you get involved in it and there's organized crime and then all of a sudden 
holy crap, you know, I'm like involved with these people and I can't get out of it. Right. Yep. That's yep. the thing I think I was con most concerned about it is like, if I get into this, can I get out of it? Right. Can I get in, make a bunch of money and get out? get out? You mean like, you wouldn't, your name would be associated with it? Yeah, forever? just go legit again. Like, it's like, go go underground, make a buttload of money, and then get out of it again. Mm -hmm. Right? And then with a buttload of money. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and then memory hole, the fact that I did all these all this stuff to get a buttload of money. I guess. They don't I, care. Yeah. Well, nowadays, I mean, it's fine, right? Right. So, so I'm, I'm thinking, go in with an avatar. Yeah. Put the, put all the stain on the avatar and just walk out the other side. Yeah. Well, that's what you could do nowadays. <laughs> yeah. Well, you could do it back then too. Is, is they call it uh, numb de plume or the alias or and it's we just have different names for it. It's yeah. the same thing though. Yeah, you just you just uh, you don't represent yourself. Nope. You somebody you're somebody else. Well, I guess uh, con men have been doing that since the dawn of time, right? You have multiple multiple uh, identities and so I'm so I'm watching this is a good one. I was watching a Hallmark movie last night. I don't know if you ever watch them. They're they're pretty. I mean, if you want some entertaining kind of fun movies, but well, as long as they're not like, woke, I'm interested. Huh? As long well, as they're not woke, these are yeah, woke. They are so they're getting that way. So there's another one out there. It's called Great American. It used to be Great American Country. I forget what they call it now. Mm -hmm. Great, Great American Communications or something like that. Mm -hmm. That has just came out and they kind of poached a lot of uh, Hallmark's bigger stars. Mm -hmm. And what I think they did to get them to go over is they gave them uh, executive producer credit, which means their profit went up, their, mm -hmm. pay, mm -hmm. their paycheck went up. And that's what I think they did. I don't know that's a, what they did, but it, it kind of looks like that to me. Mm -hmm. uh, but anyway, last night um, they had one called The Royal Nanny. And, the Royal Nanny? Yeah, The Royal Nanny. Uh -huh. And she, she, she's, one of, she's one of the four-letter or three-letter agencies over in Britain. Mm -hmm. And they, there's a uh, threat for one of the princesses who's like the heir to the throne. Mm -hmm. uh, and um, so they put her, they put the nanny in as undercover. But she tells them her name is this so-and-so. And they put, I guess they have a cover story out for her. I, I can't imagine that they wouldn't, that they would let somebody in the family without all kinds of vetting. And supposedly that's what they're doing. The only reason they didn't do that was because the palpable threat, threat was uh, within a month or so. Mm -hmm. So they mm -hmm. had to, they had to rush everything in, mm. but she goes in. She tells her she tells her name is not what it is what it is actually is, and and uh, she has, she tells the the heir to the throne to the face that she did that. Now, in here and nearly all the Hallmark movies, if there's a lie, the first thing I, the minute I, the minute there's something that is disconnected from what they have said previously and there's a break in there somewhere somebody's done something or they're they're portraying themselves as not who they really are mm -hmm. they got hidden agendas or any of that stuff I, the first thing i'll say is better tell them 
You better <laughs> tell them mm-hmm. because that's a big thing within the Hallmark movies is trust. Mm. Big thing. I had no idea how big it was. Mm. Um, Interesting. It's it's the wokeness side of it. Going back to it is there. They do have gay couples. Mm-hmm. They, they do show gay couples kissing, which I'm like, really? I'm like, why? This doesn't make any sense to me. Four percent. Four percent. Four percent of gay couples are watching Hallmark movies. No, four percent. Four percent of people are gay. Four percent. Yeah, it's that low. You know, that's that's the thing. It's like you need a cast of you need a cast of a hundred people to have four gay people. You need a cast of at least fifty to have a gay couple. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. A cast of fifty to to represent um, societal norms. Yeah. But see, I I think you're talking about the same thing I was talking about. It came out well, a couple of weeks ago. Within the last couple of weeks on Patriot Lens, where they break it down, mm-hmm. what, what we think versus what is. Yeah. Now, like, oh, yeah. I, I, I think one of my friends even sent that to me. Well, I did that. I did that um, a while back on uh, on my channel, which is now defunct. Right? I said, uh, how I many people why. percent of people are 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 gay? It's like if you if you total up LGBT, all of the alphabet folks. You're barely over four percent. Barely over four percent, and then interracial marriages are like around eleven percent. So you have to have a cast of at least twenty people to have one interracial marriage. But you see interracial marriages all the time. It's like, uh, what was the other thing? It's like um, there's plenty of other uh, examples, but it's like overrepresentation, right? There's overrepresentation. Well, or, yeah, here. So Rose and I were actually talking about this last week. Yeah. And what I think is going on is identity. So this is identity politics. Exactly. But the thing from an advertiser's point of view is if they have mixed race uh, marriages, they get the white, the white and the black. You think that's that's what their theory is. Yeah. And so they're covering two they're covering two customer bases. Yeah. And then you got the the you got to go with. And it kind of makes sense from a pragmatic point of view. You get more bang for your buck mm-hmm. uh, out of each commercial that is that is like that. And I can see that as a business decision. That, oh, we didn't ever we never really thought about it because you know we're well back in the fifties whenever all this stuff was really taken off. Um, it was pretty much predominantly white. Mm-hmm. Our value, predominantly white values, was running the country. I don't think that's a bad thing. Which reminds me, have you seen what's his name? Oh, it's one. It's not Stephen Crowder, but it's one of his. One of the guys in his. Oh, uh, the guy with the with the mustache, McTavish or Mac Macish or something. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, he used to be a part of the Proud Boys, I think. And he's he's interviewing person, and. It's a young lady, probably probably a woke young lady. She says, she says well, he says uh, something about USA is one of the greatest countries in the world. And she says, I don't think it's so great. Well, then he turns it on and he says, well, name me the country. He said, are great. Oh, I, I think, you know, Sweden and Denmark and Norway. Mm-hmm. And he looks at her and says, you're saying to me that 
the best countries in the world are the ones wider than the U.S. <laughs> I love that. That's pretty sharp thinking. And you had a single look on her face. Oh man, I that mean, is hilarious. It, 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 it was. If I can find it, I know I can find it. That's priceless. I'll put it to you on Telegram. <laughs> but yeah, it's, I mean, it's a really short one too, but he stings her really bad. And I went, hmm, so the widest country on earth is one of the best places to live. <laughs> okay, that, that makes sense to me. Oh, man. But so it, Rose and I were talking, I was saying we are talking about this, what the commercials or representation, all the stuff we were talking about. And I said, I can tell you this, Rosa, the Japanese don't put up with this kind of stuff. They're no. almost a uniculture. Yeah, one culture, and yep. they are—they don't have a whole lot of rights. They don't have a lot of division, a lot of conflict. Yeah, and there isn't any because that's 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 the way humans are wired, right? right? It's like human nature. Like if you go back to th think about how we're designed as humans, right? It's like we're always suspicious of the other, right? Right. So. It's like the less other you can be, the less suspicion we're it, Exactly. So the thing is, is that you know, do you try and force people to to congregate it together like that? Or I mean, look at what happens, for example, um in Canada where we have multiculturalism, right? Multiculturalism basically means that you're not, you know, you know, you can get to keep your culture when you come to the country, right? What happens? That creates enclaves everywhere. Right. Right. Here's little India. Here's the Chinatown. Here's this. Here's this. Everybody sticks together like nobody tries to diversify. They just create diverse pockets within these countries because people want to hang out with similar people. Right. It's just a human nature thing. And forcing the diversity on 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 people just just sort of breaks up the co cohesion of the group. Right. Well, if you okay, so you're looking at um, a Marxist tactic. Because mm -hmm. the, the big thing for Marxism is you got to break down the culture. Yeah, and that's why multicultural came in. And what are, where I thought you were going, I remember when that came in, the word started floating around in diversity. I don't even think we were talking about diversity. We were just talking about multiculturalism. And I'm at. This doesn't really make any sense. And where's the research on this? Mm -hmm. the first, I mean, they were going around diverse. No, it was diversity. It was diverse hires. We needed. We needed. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense to me. If because I believe in the marketplace of ideas, I didn't believe that just because you have a different skin color that you are coming up with a better idea. Exactly. Uh, do you under? Uh, I'm sorry. What? Exactly. No. It Exactly. That's exactly right. And it's like it's like I think it's, I told you about this. It's like they had a picture of all these, the Huff Post editorial team, and it was all white women. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, "Oh, look how undiverse this group is." And I said, "How do you yeah. know anything about their backgrounds? Their backgrounds could be incredibly diverse. Just because they're all white doesn't necessarily mean that they're they yeah. don't have diverse opinions." That's a good point, and that's that's what that's why I was looking at diversity. I'm I'm sorry, diversity hire. You better you better be an A plus diversity hire. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I'm not an A plus on anything, but I I did bring my best game that I that I could. Um, I'm not sure that always happens. Um, there there are people that 
I've worked for this that were a little bit on the selfish side, so they didn't bring their A game. Mm-hmm. I had my I had my problems with that too, but most of the time I'm I'm a team player, so you know I'm just like okay, that's but the 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 reversing thing when it was hitting, I was still in college um, getting my degrees then, and we were getting indoctrinated with. I'm like, where is this? Where is this business? Where is this business show? Exactly. That is doing that. Now, I will say this. The only thing that I do think it makes sense on is to keep you from going out there and making a major faux pas with a with an interest group. Um, well, I can understand it in mar- in, like when you were described right, it in advertising exactly. and marketing where the face of the company, the public face of the company. But if you're just like a, an accountant deep in the bowels of some department somewhere, who gives a shit as long as you do a good job? <laughs> Your, your diversity is not going to really make a difference to our balance sheet. Exactly. Well, I think, I think we've lost touch with what business is, the whole point of business. Because I think all these Marxists and, and, and like anti-capitalists have come in here and said, well, businesses are for this or businesses are for that, the whole ESG thing. It's like, no, no, no. Businesses exist to make money. That is their sole purpose. They're not here to give you a job. They're not here to fix the planet. They're not here to, well, unless it's a, you know, a business that's supposed to fix the planet. But I'm saying is that their their whole reason for being is to make money. And if we, we we've stepped away from that, and that's why all these companies are are firing people left, right, and center because they've got, you know, Facebook probably has eleven thousand employees that do fuck all, right? Yeah. <laughs> you heard the stories coming out of Twitter, right? Did you, yeah. Did you the ones that were empowered? Did you see the one the lady comes in and, talk, and talks about her day? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> I really? wish I had a job like that, man. And for a hundred for for uh, what a six figure job? Yeah. Absolutely, man. I would never had a cake walk like that, even even not working. I know. Ever. I know. This is this is what they this is what we're paying people for. So let's let's kind of play. So let's, it just hit me. So what if what if in Silicon Valley they so I don't know how how spread around the Facebook or the Meta and Twitter worlds are. I mean, are they pretty close to each other? Well, no. Meta is down in uh, Menlo Park. That's close enough. And fit and they fit. Could drive. I, I mean, within a twenty or thirty minutes, they could get together. And have a protest, right? Oh, for sure, because so they're they down. Well, protest. Facebook's down in Menlo Park, and Twitter's up in the city still. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, well, they got special comp- dispensation from uh, the city of San Francisco to stay, because they were going to move. They were going to move down to um, Burlingame, South San Francisco, around there. They they were they had already closed on offices down in down there and uh whoever was the mayor at the time maybe it was gavin he was freaking out going oh no we can't lose you guys so they gave him special tax benefits to stay in the city and isn't that like crazy because from what i'm hearing the the only like 10 percent of the workforce at twitter at the twitter headquarters ever shows up oh yeah so they're counting all those people to like Drive the businesses, you know, the food and all, all the other. Oh, yeah. yeah. That never yeah. happened. No. Nope. So that was a big blow nope. to the budget. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's such a, it's such a joke. 
And of course, the the residents of San Francisco, their tax rolls paid for all that junk. And it's just, oh, I'm so glad that Elon's cleaning house there. But, you know, the problem is, is that it is a scrappy rebel alliance against the empire. And the empire is pretty damn, they have a lot of resources. They have a lot of resources. So we've talked about this before is that the way things are, are that way because somebody enjoys the benefits of them. Yep. Yeah. So yep. Elon's running into that. Yeah. He's is they didn't like they didn't like him coming in upsetting the anthill. But so what he's running into now are the people who are really satisfied with the way things were. That's and right. He's got to get rid of them. And some of it's firing, but some of it's he's gonna have to actually one on one get get the power brokers out of there. Uh yeah, but the problem is that some of those people are actually advertisers too that made their money. Right. So you've got all these advertisers who are like, I'm not going to advertise on Twitter anymore because it's it's like what it is. So, I mean, they're going to he's going to lose a shitload of uh, advertisers because of this as well. But hopefully he's going to gain more because if you ask me, I mean, I stopped using Twitter for the longest time and now I'm back on it again because I, you know, I like this environment better. Did you did you get reinstated? I know I haven't reinstated my I haven't even requested the reinstatement of my other my my other account yet. But uh I'm. I haven't had any troubles with the one I have now, but uh, then again, it's it's totally apolitical. So <laughs> I got a request reinstatement well, of my other account. What's that? Oh, well. okay. So uh, it's nine thirty. Are we back to nine eight thirty nine thirty? Yeah. Is that okay with you? That's uh, fine. That's what I was thinking. Uh, I think I sent you a text last night. Yeah, you request you. That's what you re- requested, and I re- forgot to change it, okay. but I just changed it. I just, I just changed well, it this morning. I, 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 I checked on it yesterday because I, I thought, okay, it's in flux. I want to make sure. And it said it was saying 10 to 11 or something like that. I mean, yeah, no, I'm sorry about that. Okay. No, we're, do, we're good now. Make sure we're on the same page. <laughs> we're good. Okay, so let All me right. give you uh, the, the probably Wednesday or the Tuesday before Christmas. Mm-hmm. I will be off. I will I will be in Texas. Okay. For a short amount of time. So we can't when talk in, when you're in Texas? Part. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go back to God's country. Nice. Nice. All right, sir. I got to go. Okay. Talk, talk to you later. later. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. To be continued on the next episode of Oddly Incorrect.